Hey there, and welcome to the Smart and Simple Matters show with your host, Joel Zeslovsky. Whether or not you're listening on January 21st, better known as International Hugging Day, it's not important. It's what you do on all the other days of the year that matters. This is episode number 122. Welcome back. I'd love to give you a big all hug to show you just how much I appreciate your time and attention in this episode and any others you have or will listen to you. Since I can't give you a great hug while you listen, I hope you'll take a rain check. And even better, I hope what I'm about to explore will help you give everyone else better hugs and make the world a more huggable, lovable place. You can always give me the virtual equivalent of a hug in a few ways. My support page at joelzaslavsky.com slash support explains how via becoming a patron on Patreon, leaving a review, or just saying hello in your own way. As we get into this episode, you may be asking yourself strange questions or the most obvious questions, things like, is Joel seriously doing a whole dedicated episode on what he feels and knows to be the best way to give great hugs? And the answer to that is yes. Yes, I am. A power of the hug. The power of the hug is one of the most misunderstood and valuable things we can offer each other, and it is definitely worth an entire episode. I got the idea for this hugging Hugfest episode after sharing a post with my Facebook friends on my secrets to giving a great hug. It got a tremendous response, and I learned more about what makes for a great hug from other people's views in different cultures, different gender, lived experiences. I've been told repeatedly and enthusiastically over the past two, three years, uh, what a a wonderful hugger I am and how that makes my friends and family, acquaintances, even strangers connect better with me. Not to mention, you know, I and my hug E get all warm and fuzzy inside and outside. Now, if you're thinking, dude, dude, I am not a hugger. I encourage you to still listen and see the world of hugging through a lens that may surprise you. If you're like, Joel, I enjoy hugs as much as the next guy or gal, but my culture, my friends, my family, they are never going to go for this whole, let's make our default greeting a hug instead of a handshake or a high five, a bow or a fist bump. I have some pro tips for you as well that may tip the scales in your hugging favor. Because at its core, a hug is much more than two people embracing, sometimes for the briefest of moments. A hug can say much more than you expect about who you are, 
what you represent, how you show up in the world, and the relationships you have with everyone around you. I want you to huddle in close for this episode because you're about to learn some special things about how to give a great hug. Here we go. We'll get started with my tips and secrets in a moment, but first, let me give some credit where credit is due and create the overall context in which I am discussing the hug. Ryan Nicodemus inspired me in July 2014 when I saw him work the hug line at the Minimalist Everything That Remains tour stop in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area that I live in. People would come up to him for a handshake, and he'd just respond with this smile, these outstretched arms, and just verbally or non-verbally, he would say, come on, bring it in. You know, bring it in, brother. Bring it in, sister. It was just beautiful to see this person realize, wait, I don't have to do a handshake. We can hug. And converting that handshake into a hug or allowing people to get the gift of his hug I noticed that it left the huggy feeling so good. And that was also the moment when I decided that I wanted a hug to be my default greeting as well, which up until that point, it never was. I mean, a handshake, a high five, a a hug, it's, it's all good, but it didn't need to have a preference. And then I realized you're no longer strangers after you've hugged each other. And let me repeat that. You're no longer strangers after you've hugged each other. Among your friends and family, it's wonderful to hug, but acquaintances or strangers, there is a level of intimacy, a level of expectation that's set once you are on hugging terms with each other. So that's why you might hear me say, bring it in, when I have a tentative hugger on my hands. I still respect hug-free zones, of course, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Consensual hugging is essential. But let's jump forward a year. And I'm now at the World Domination Summit event in 2015. So beautiful day. Sun's out. All these cool people are there. I'm standing in line waiting for the theater doors to open on the first day, just having a lovely chat with some folks. And I get hit slash loved, not quite sure what it was, with a full body hug from behind. I have no idea who this is. And I remember saying something to my mystery hugger like, I don't know who you are, but let's keep this going. It was just wonderful. So 10 seconds later or 20 or 30 seconds later, I don't know. I wasn't counting. My mystery hugger makes herself known and it was none other than the hugging dynamo Naz Thompson. Of course, I immediately go in for my frontward-facing bonus hug, and I'm just feeling a deep squeeze of lovety goodness. Naz gives amazing, I'm not letting you go until I feel like it, and you're going to enjoy every second of it, hugs, which also shifted my perspective on the ideal length and energetic flow of a good hug as well. Seems like a good time to mention that hugs, just like any other kind of physical touch, it needs to be consensual. Both, there is no really a hugger and a huggy. Both people are hugging, despite the fact that I might refer to somebody as the hugger and the huggy. I've seen, I know there are lots of shady hugs given and received every day. 
I am not okay with that. If I or anyone else comes at you with some outstretched arms, uh, hoping or expecting a hug, you always have the right to say, stop. I'm not a hugger. I don't want to hug you. I'd rather shake hands, whatever it may happen to be. And if you hear someone say, ah, come on, come on, you know, bring it in, bring it in, brother, come on, bring it in, sister, you always have permission to politely smile or, if you need to, just forcefully scowl at that person as you step away and with your body or with your voice, just say no. With that in mind, there are also broader contexts than the one-to-one you and me greeting each other scenarios when hugging, it's not typically done, or maybe even it's a serious societal no-no. I'm not trying to say that the hug is for all the world's people in all contexts and all cultures, or that it's superior to other types of greetings. Um, There are actually some really awesome alternative greetings in the world. We'll explore some in a moment. I'm aware enough to know that uh, my bias toward the hug as my default comes from the culture I grew up in, the kind of family that I had, and in the greater culture that I live now. Now, if you want to stick to sticking your tongue out to greet people like some Tibetan monks do, cool. Totally cool. Uh, They also press the hands together and place them in front of their chest to show that they come in peace. really like that symbolism. If you're in the Philippines and you want to greet with the mano which is hand in Spanish, you can take an elder's hand and gently press it on your forehead. If you want to give a bow, a namaste, nose kisses, nosies, I love nosies, kisses on the cheek, or a maori hongi, where you press your foreheads together and look each other in the eyes, it is all good. Each of these different types of greetings shares some of the most important symbols and meaning behind the best hugs. And depending on who your potential hugging partner is, you may have better luck with, say, uh, Brazilians who don't shy away from physical contact than certain Asian cultures. Just be aware. Also remember, a genuine, well-intentioned hug represents how warmly and openly you plan to be, to communicate with each other for the rest of your time together. Just as easily, a bow can say, I plan to respect you until you give me a reason not to respect you. A hug can say, I plan to let you get close to me physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and you can do the same until we have a reason not to. All right, let's get into the how to hug tips. Respectful, everybody wins if the hugging is mutual. Let's have that as the basis and uh, huddle on in. Just so you know, these items are not in order of importance. Sometimes they're not in sequential order of how to do them or apply them. It's not like uh, if you mess up one or more of these and you just totally nail the others, your hug is going to be terrible, wonderful, somewhere in between. These things are all layers that interweave and stack on top of each other. They're still strong enough, even if one or two don't or can happen, that it is worth having the layer. So, number one, telegraph the hug. I'm a fan of letting the person I'd like to hug know that they are about to be in for a hug unless they tell me 
or show me otherwise. You can extend your hand straight out toward the intended huggy, but I prefer the spread your arms wide to telegraph your intentions that you are coming in for a hug approach. It also makes for a better starting point if you spread your arms wide for the enveloping hug, if you so desire and if it's appropriate. If you like, you can start from a neutral body position and simply ask, can we hug? If that's more to your taste, I say go for it. Whatever you do, whether it's with your words, with your body, with your face, with your eyes, telegraph the hug. Number two, smooth out the height differences if possible. If there's more than, say, a 6-inch or 15-centimeter height difference between huggers, find a step, a street curb, a grassy slope, a stool, something else that evens out the gap. Uh, That also allows you to look each other in the eye as you're going in for the hug without anybody craning their neck or looking literally down upon somebody else. It's a nice little bonus. Maybe put a collapsible stepladder in your purse or your pocket if it's important enough. Or get down on your knees and let the shorter person, which is probably a kid in that case, walk right into your now much more accessible hugging zone. Yes, this is coming from somebody who's six foot six or two meters tall, but smooth out the height differences. Number three, plan to be hugging for five seconds or more. I know, sounds like a horribly long time to some of you or others who have been like, I've read this scientific literature that says if I hug somebody for more than 10 seconds, all this oxytocin and all these good hormones get released in my body and then world peace happens. Let's leave that out for a moment here. I'm just talking about the intention. Plan to be hugging for five seconds or more. And yes, fellas, even if it's two dudes hugging, I'm telling you that going in with the intention of hugging for a while makes a world of difference, even if you don't make it to five seconds. Even if you don't make it to one second, I encourage you, you don't have to mentally count the seconds while you're hugging. I I want you to be completely present, in the moment, mindful, so you can give your hugging partner as big of a quiet gift as possible. Now, If your hugging partner is clearly breaking away after one second, it's cool. Just let them go. I just want you to challenge but not force anyone to extend what's normal for a hug. And that includes the duration of the hug. That five seconds or more approach mm, makes a big difference. Number four, head in, body in, come in straight on. Maybe it's just me. But I'd rather skip the hug altogether if I'm looking at a side hug or a 45-degree angle hug. You know you know that one person who always seems to hug people shoulder to shoulder? They'll only give a side hug. Or they come in at a 30-degree to 45-degree angle and make it really hard for you to just kind of get in there. I want you to show these people that by coming in straight on, they have nothing to fear. They have nothing to be insecure about. They have nothing to be uncomfortable with you and shift your body position and your feet, if necessary, to match them more straight on. You don't have to get totally straight on with everybody. That's not the goal. You don't have to catch them square on. Just get closer to straight if you can't get totally straight. Be subtle about it. 
Uh, don't do a dance with them, but also don't let your hugging partner get away with hugging shoulder. Coming straight on also means you have the option to hug cheek to cheek if there's no height difference. And that's neat. If it's appropriate for you, I almost never get to do it because almost nobody is as freaking tall as I am. Wah, wah, poor Joel, right? (laughs) Item number five. If you are taller than your hugging partner, don't rest your chin on their shoulder. Just tuck your chin into their back gently because it's more comfortable for them and it allows both of you to get a deeper squeeze in if you want. Number six, lead with the most appropriate body part. Now, I prefer to lead with my belly if possible because sometimes the best hugs are those when your torsos touch before you get your arms wrapped around each other. Hugs with groin-to-groin contact, yeah, leave that to lovers. Uh, Chest-to-chest hugs, though, those are wonderful. Even if it's between a guy and a gal, there's nothing sexual going on here. It is just a hug. If your culture is anything like mine, we over-sexualize everything from beer to cars to cards and especially the human touch. You and I, we are not going to fall into that over-sexualized trap, are we? It is just a hug. It is okay for body parts to touch. Which leads into my next item, which is relax. Just relax. Hugs are nice. Hugs can be cozy. The next hug you have may be the best part of your day. Relax into it. Relax during it. Relax after it. Your hugging partner, they are going to sense if you're tense. So don't be tense. Relax. Number eight, don't start too strong or too weak. This is not a manly handshake, folks, or this is not some kind of super dainty embrace. Match your hugging partner's intensity and find out through their nonverbal. You can often tell before you even come in contact with some person what they're in for, what they're into. Allow in that split second when you start to hug, match the hugging intensity of your partner or if you feel like they can handle more or they want more, ratchet it up or ratchet it down. The only thing that you really need to do is if the hug seems one-sided in its intensity, the other person is either giving you this giant bear hug and you can barely breathe or it doesn't even really feel like a hug at all. It's okay. They can disengage. You can disengage and release early. Nobody is going to think about it more than 10 seconds after it happens. Number nine. This is a little something that I call just when your hugging partner thinks it's over, it's not. Bring him back in for one last squeeze. Maybe it's gentle, maybe it's firm, but your partner thinks that you're done and just another little half second or second of, hmm, yes, I think you're swell. That extra little, uh sometimes makes all the difference in the world. Just when they think it's over, it's not. Give them a little bonus. 
gets to number 10. As you separate, you can, I encourage you to, look your hugging partner in the eyes, give them a little smile, like a little half smile, the one where your lip curls up a little bit. It's genuine. It's not huge. You know, the one that says, that was nice. I'd like you, or I'd like to get to know you more. Eyes, mouth, finish strong with the non-physical, but very telling gesture with your eyes and your mouth. Uh, My friend Naz, who, this is actually, let's call this number 11. So my friend Naz, who I mentioned as one of the biggest hugging inspirations in my life, she says that hugging actually comes from the inside, which of course shows up on the outside as well. For her, giving a hug is a whole being energetic exchange. When Naz hugs you, she actually invokes all the love she feels for you and showers you with it. She's imagining surrounding you with all the lovey goodness that she can muster. And maybe that's why her hugs are so darn good. So bring more than just your body and your nonverbal gestures into it. Bring your energy into the hug as well. People are going to be able to tell the difference, even if they can't explain it. Those are pretty much the extent of my own original personal experiences and what I wanted to share from you. Of course, being as comprehensive as I typically am, I had to look at the internet a little bit to see, so what do other people think? You know, what goes into a good hug in different contexts and different cultures for these other folks? And I have to say, there is a shocking amount of advice and opinions on the internet about how to hug based on your relationship with each other, your gender or differences, social, socioeconomic differences, cultural differences. Just if you want to have a little bit of fun, Google how to give a great hug. Uh, I just... I'll just tell you some of my favorite or just some of the plain strangest things that I want to mention. Consider these bonus items or throwaway items. Do with them as you please. You might be thinking, when I'm hugging somebody, where do my arms go? People have a lot to say about what it says when you wrap your arms around someone's waist versus their chest versus their neck. I say just don't overanalyze it. Let your height difference or your body contour differences and the relationship, uh, that should be something that's intuitive. Similar to where do my hands go? Lots to say here. Uh, The only guidance I have is to avoid the boobs and butt, (laughs) unless you already know that that kind of thing is cool with uh, or enjoyed by your hug E. I have to be somewhat careful because I have really long arms. And if I'm hugging somebody who's kind of thin, especially if they're female, my hands could literally wrap around their whole torso and go towards their front. So, of course, I need to be a little bit careful with what I'm doing. But do you slide your hands up and down? Do you move your hands from their shoulders to their waist, from their waist up to their shoulders? Do you give somebody a mini massage while you hug? I don't know. Totally up to you. Again, I encourage you not to overanalyze that one. Here's another thing that people think about when they're hugging. Do I say something or do I not say something? Again, I say that's totally up to you. You can be silent, you can whisper, I love you, or you can shout, golly gee whiz, pal, it it sure is swell to see you. (laughs) Whatever you do, whether you say or don't say something, it's totally up to you. Sometimes it's nice, 
Sometimes it's not. Don't overanalyze it. Again, when it comes to the hug, the longer you go, the more likely you are to inhale while you're breathing. And it's okay to let out an audible breath that says, hey, I like this. I like you. This is working for me. Again, you don't have to intentionally or unintentionally breathe or not breathe, make it audible or make it not audible, but just don't hold your breath. Again, that's going to make you tense and that's going to defeat one of the keys, which is relax. I've already slightly disparaged the side hug. Apologies to you side huggers out there. Uh, What about the bro hug with slaps on the back? Uh, Surprise hugs from behind. Are they worthless? Are they gems? I don't know. Maybe they're good in some ways. Maybe they're not so good in other ways. If you really want to explore other types and other shifts in hugging, ah, you'll figure it out on your own. Whatever you do, please, please do not go to WikiHow or Reddit to learn how to hug someone. Please, just don't do it. Uh, What you can do if you want, consider getting a free hugs t-shirt or a button that says free hugs and wear it everywhere. I will think that is especially nifty. I will also recommend to you uh, watch a hilarious video about hugging. It's two minutes. It's from BuzzFeed. Uh, I've linked to it in the show notes at joelzaslavsky.com slash SASM122. It is totally worth the watch. To recap, giving a great hug is fairly simple. I know it probably sounds like a lot of steps. These are not steps. These are guideposts. Each of these things can be done or not done depending on who you are, who you're hugging, what your culture is, what the context is. All I want you to remember is telegraph the hug. If it's important, even out the height differential with a step, a hill, or a stair, whatever you have available, get your internal hugging energy ready to be juiced so that people can feel the energy with your hug. Plan for a long hug and be ready to break it off at any moment. Come at your hugging partner straight on, even if it means adjusting your body or feet position. Lead with what you feel is the most appropriate body part. Relax. Just relax. Let your hugging partner set the hugging intensity if you don't know what is appropriate. Just when your hugging partner thinks it's over, bring them in for one last squeeze. As you separate, smile with your eyes, smile with your mouth. Acknowledge them and appreciate them for the wonderful human that they are. And then if you want, reset. Do it all over again. I love a good bonus hug, whether it's right away or whether it's a minute later. Then you just go through the line. So there you go. All of your future hugs can now be so much better. Now you know everything there is to know about how to give a great hug. Just think about how much better off all your future hugging partners will be as a result. Imagine the thousands of other people listening to this episode who are about to turn a ripple of huggity goodness into a tidal wave of hugging awesomeness. Is it enough to make you feel so good that you just need to go out and hug someone right now? I want to, that's for sure. Maybe someday 
you'll hug someone and you'll both do it so well that you'll give each other that knowing grin that says, oh, so you listen to Smart and Simple Matters too. If you ever get the chance, give me a hug as well. For links to all the stuff I spoke about, topic timestamps, takeaways, and more grooviness, check out the show notes at joelzeslavsky.com slash sasm122. You will also see information in the show notes about how to support me, the show, and our community at joelzeslavsky.com slash support. If you got something out of this episode or you just generally enjoy the show, I would appreciate it if you shared it with some folks, preferably before or after you give them a hug, certainly not a prerequisite. Whatever you do, whatever you don't do, just know that I'm grateful for you. You've just listened to the Smart and Simple Matters podcast with Joel Zaslavsky. Now go simplify something. Hug someone or get your sexy spreadsheet on.